0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is a short Bible study every single day of the week, seven days a week, just about 13 minutes each day, but that gets us into God's Word and keeps us focused in our spiritual lives. It also helps us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. We encourage you all of the time to share these short studies with everybody you can, Because you know people in your life who need to grow in their faith. They need to come to God. They need to turn their lives around spiritually. Share through Facebook, friends, text messages, other technological means. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors. With literally everybody you can. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about the devil's favorite sermons. Now, again, a lot of people, they certainly have not thought along those lines that the devil actually likes certain sermons. But we've been talking about one particular line of sermon that the devil really likes, undoubtedly. And that's any sermon that teaches false doctrine or false teaching erroneous, contradictory to what the Bible teaches, what God's word says. Oh, he likes that because that kind of preaching will lead people astray. They will lead people away from true faith in God, true obedience to God. It'll kind of hoodwink them into thinking that wrong is right. And right is wrong. And let me emphasize, there's a whole lot of false doctrine that is being taught by preachers and churches who claim to be followers of Jesus Christ and believers in God today. And it's been going on for a long time. Now, a whole lot of false doctrine, teaching that contradicts what the Bible says is being done by a whole lot of people claiming to be christians today a whole lot of churches that claim to be followers of jesus christ teaching false doctrine teaching that contradicts god's word and will lead people astray well the importance on making sure that we know what we're teaching is true it's continually taught in the New Testament scriptures we looked at Romans chapter 6 for 16 verses 17 and 18 where Paul says you need to be aware of false teachers anyone who teaches doctrine contrary to the true teachings of God and Jesus Christ and avoid them he says avoid them we looked also at Colossians chapter 2 verses 4 through 8 and chapter 1 verse 23 Peter, uh, the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 through 11, warning against any kind of lifestyle that would, that would go against the sound doctrine, the true teachings of God's word. And when Paul was apparently facing imminent execution as a prisoner in Rome for the second time, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, he warns Timothy, he urges him, charges him. You keep teaching the truth of God's word because the time is going to come and probably already had come to some extent by then when people are going to want to hear things that make them feel comfortable, make them feel good in their unfaithful, ungodly lifestyles. They're going to want to have their ears scratched. And so they're going to find teachers who are going to teach them what they want to hear. And that was exactly what the prophet Isaiah warned about back in Isaiah chapter 30, verses 8 through 11. Well, in Titus chapter 1, we read also about this danger and Paul's instruction to stand against it and deal with it in a forthright way. Now, that means uh, refute it beginning with verse nine in Titus chapter one, holding fast the faithful word as he has has been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine or true teaching. And again, that word doctrine simply means teaching, that he may be able by sound doctrine, both to exhort and convict those who contradict, who contradict what? The faithful word of God's teaching, God's true teachings Any teaching that contradicts God's word is false teaching. It's false doctrine. The devil likes that because that will lead people astray. He goes on and says, for there are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers. Now, remember, we've seen that particular word, deceit, deceivers, by deceiving, you know, that the devil uses to try to lead people astray through false teachers. And make no mistake about it. When somebody's teaching false doctrine, the devil's behind that. Now, that person might get up in arms if you suggested that to him or her. But the fact that they're teaching false doctrine is the work of the devil. He's using them. Whether they want him to or not, whether they realize it or not, if they're teaching error, they're doing the work of the devil. And he likes that. They need to come to a better understanding of the truth of God's word so they can stop teaching error. So there are many fo- subordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole households, teaching things which they ought not for the sake of dishonest gain. Well, if somebody's teaching error, they need to be stopped from teaching error. How do you do that? Well, you teach the truth. You refute their error with the truth of God's word. Some people, some preachers, some teachers, some supposed religious leaders, they teach error eh, pretty much on purpose to gain a following, to get rich, to be lifted up, to have gained prestige. But whatever the motive, even if there's innocence, In the motive even if people think i'm teaching i'm teaching what i believe is the truth here but it's not if it contradicts god's word it's not the truth remember what we read in galatians chapter one verses six through nine paul says even if an angel from heaven comes and preaches a different gospel to you than what you have been taught let him be accursed and he said there are some who are twisting the gospel and that's not the gospel anything that changes God's word, that's not God's word. So over and over and over again, we keep reading the warnings in God's word against false teaching. So we drop down to verses 13 and 14 of Titus chapter one. And here Paul goes on. He says, this testimony is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply. Rebuke who sharply? The false teachers, that they may be sound in the faith. See, we've got to stay true to God's word in order to be sound in the faith. Not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men who turn from the truth. If anything, again, it somebody says, well these are modern times. We've got to get with the day. We've got to get with the times. Got to, you know, we You can't hold on to some of that old-fashioned stuff that we read in the Bible. It's 2,000 years old. Uh, no, that, that teaching is timeless. We need to stay true to it. We cannot improve upon God's word. God's word is God's word. In Titus chapter 2 and verse 1, Paul goes on and says, but as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine. True teaching, in other words. True teaching. In Paul's letter, second recorded letter to the Thessalonians, the Christians in Thessalonica, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 6, he wrote this, we command you, brethren, now, that's that word command is a strong word. We command you, brethren, not a suggestion. We command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw from every brother who walks disorderly and not according to the tradition, not according to the tradition which you have received from us. In other words, not according to the true teachings that we have taught you. If somebody is going astray from those true teachings, that's a disorderly person from the spiritual perspective. And withdraw from him. Now, do not have par- take part in his, his false beliefs and the way that he's living his life that contradicts the true teachings of God's word. The apostle John was really pointed. He pulled no punches in emphasizing the importance of making sure that we stay true to God's word. In 2 John, only one, short, only one chapter in that short letter, he wrote this in verses 9 through 11. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in, live in the doctrine, the teachings of Christ, the true teachings, does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. Well, what if somebody comes teaching us something that does not coincide with or that contradicts the true teachings of God's word? Here's what John says. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, this teaching, do not receive him into your house nor greet him, for he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. John is saying you don't encourage somebody who's bringing false doctrine to you. In fact, he says, uh, basically, don't even listen to it. Don't, don't give it any credence whatsoever because you don't wanna be guilty of encouraging that false teacher in his false teaching. You've got to stay true to God's word. But strong instruction. If you don't stay in the doctrine of Christ, you don't have God. You're not walking with God. We need to understand the importance of staying true to God's word, and we need to understand the eternal dangers of not doing so, of not doing so. In John chapter 8, what did Jesus say about being understood or being recognized or identified as being his true followers. John chapter eight, verse 31, Jesus said this, if you abide in my word, all right, live in my word, live by my teachings, you are my disciples, my true followers indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What truth? The truth of God's word. We've got to stay true to those teachings In fact, Jesus went on in John chapter 12 and verse 48, and he said, he who rejects me and does not receive my words, my teaching, has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. We digress from the truth teachings of God's word. (laughs) We're not gonna be happy to find ourselves in that final day of judgment being judged by those very true teachings and the fact that we digressed from them. We'll go a little bit farther next time, but let's stop and pray right now. Father, thank you for your word to guide us in your truth. Help us to revere your word and our dedication to you, Father thank you for loving us so much. Guide us and help us to follow you faithfully through your word and to help others do the same, Father, we pray. Please be merciful with us, Father, we pray at this time and forgive us. Gracious Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.